Sound like my mic is right. Hey, welcome back. My name is Fadi Kalouch, and we have a lot to talk about today. So let's go ahead and just talk this out. I've been getting a lot of questions about this, uh, the diff- another aspect of, of my life. And, you know, this, this aspect's always been there, but I've always had help with it. The work-life balance. All right. Um, I, I know some of you guys are in the military that have been listening to this. And we're no strangers to putting work first. To be promoted, you have to be competitive. You have to work your ass off. You have to be recognized on the right levels at the right time during the right period of your career for all the stars to line up. And I came in as an E1, right? That's the, the lowest thing you can come in as. And uh, I just, I knew I had goals and I knew I didn't want to be, I, I've always wanted to be in a leadership position. And and I'm not tying that to the, the rank because you can lead at any rank. But um, to increase your posture and your area of influence and your area of responsibility, you got to have a certain pay grade under your belt. So... I've always wanted to be that person. Um, and, you know, over the last three months, I've been talking to a lot of people. You know, the command I work at has a lot of captains, um, people that are familiar with like Navy or Army or Marine Corps terminology. They're equivalent to colonels and then uh, admirals, which are you know equivalent to generals. I've been talking a lot um, with them over there. And, you know, there's always this has been this one, um, you know, main tone is that a lot of these guys are very 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 successful and you know it it, it put the, a lot of strain on their family so that's been that's that's a normal thing in the military when you when you find a lot of successful people there's there's always you know they used to make a joke where you know uh to to be this pay grade you know e7 you gotta go yeah at least you know one divorce or dui you know um and it's just a joke it's not real but there's always truth to some jokes. There's always strain that comes with anything you try to strive for, right? So that's where I found myself. Um, I didn't have the strain. Amanda, you know, cushioned that a lot for me. And I uh, I was able to succeed at the level I succeeded at and at the age I succeeded at. You know, I, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I, I feel like I got promoted uh, quicker than, than the normal rate. And... Um, that's, that's only cause the people that came before me and the mentors that I had and, and all the, the people that worked for me, you know, I just, everything lined up at the right time. I'm not the best of the best. I was the best of what was available at the time. So I understand that. And these people that I've been talking to at work, you know, about the situation, the more I talked to them, the more clarity I had, I sincerely feel like my career cost me everything. And it's not my career's fault. It's my fault. I didn't have that work-life balance that I should have had. I don't have that. I didn't have that, that, that that foresight saying that, you know, this is going to be over before I know it. And what's what I'm left with is my family, my wife and my kids. So let me do right by them. I thought I was doing right. I thought that, you know, if I work hard, I get the promotion, more money in the bank. We're able to buy more shit, do more shit. And I thought that's where happiness came from. And right now, I'll tell you guys right now, that's not not at all. Right. I won't be a, a, a dust bunny on the in the corner somewhere. Um, when it comes to my military career, after I retire, nobody's going to give a shit about me. Nobody's going to know shit about me. My name, I'm not going to have a legacy. The only time they know you or remember you is if you die in the military doing some heroic shit and then they'll name like a building after you or a ship after you or something. That's not going to be me. I'm, I'm, I'm aware, very well aware of that. I've always been aware of that aspect of it, but for some reason I still found myself neglecting my family and then working my ass off 
to try to give my family what they what they what I thought they deserved. But really what they deserved was more time from Fadi, you know, more more uh, dinners, more. Hey, let me get out of work a little earlier today instead of trying to stay work, try to stay at work and try to work outwork my competition. You know, it paid off. I'm not complaining in that aspect. It paid off. I'm, I'm very happy and I'm blessed to be in the position I'm at. But right now, looking back, everything, right? The orders I've taken, the, the deployments I've done, the, the time away from my family. Amanda spent her whole first pregnancy with Ava alone, you know? And then after Ava came out, for the first three, four months, she was alone. She was a single mom trying to figure out this whole new life all by herself. And if anybody's ever done that before, you know what, how scary that is. I mean, I'm, I'm terrified right now, and I've already done this once with Ava, and I'm terrified right now doing it with Thanos. And and the only thing now is I know where my focus is. I'm like, as, as clear as 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 clear as anything can possibly be, crystal clear that I know that my attention 100% is on my kids. Yeah, I still go to work. Yeah, I still give them 100%. But that 100% is definitely different than 100% I gave before. And it's not that I want to be lazy. It's not that I want to half-ass anything. But I don't want to, I don't want them to feel what Amanda probably felt. You know, I don't want them to feel daddy's always gone. And um, right now, this whole work-life balance everybody keeps asking me about is, is just that. You know, the Navy's been very understanding. The Navy's been very, very phenomenal. And I don't expect them to continue to, to give me the, this time that I need or that, what I needed. Um, but, you know, if I work hard enough or if I, if, I, if I come at them the correct way, my leadership, you know, uh, people I got to ask permission from, I think that there's, there's a, a certain level of communication that can happen to get to a certain level of understanding for these next five years. And so far it's been like that. And that's the, I think it's that balance that everybody keeps talking about. You know, these people that tell me that, you know, that, like I said, high ranking people that are telling me that, you know, they they've literally been away from their family for years at a time and they've they've lived in RVs and they've they've lived apart and they've deployed and they've taken the jobs that nobody else wants to do. It's paid off, obviously, with their paychecks. But what has it cost? You know, uh, a lot of them have told me about, you know, what their kids are going through, you know, the. The life of a military child, man, is hard. It's hard. It's it's you're always moving around. You're always uh, everything is temporary, right? Three to four years at a, at a max at a time. You know, different schools, different friends, different neighborhoods, uh, different trips. You know, just over and over and over again. It takes a toll, and I, I don't want to put Ava and Thanos through that. Um, I, I might have considered it at one time just because I know I'd have Amanda here to cushion that blow, like I told you guys initially. I was supposed to go to California by myself and she was going to be here doing this by herself here. But at the same time, you know, I'd, I'd fly back and forth and fly her back and forth, get her what she needed. That was the plan. And, you know, plans didn't work out that way, obviously. But now I'm on my own, you know, now I'm on my own with the people I have around me. But they're still never going to be like anything to my kids. I, I'm, I'm the only one that's dead. I, they only got one father and they only got one parent right now. So I can't afford to go out there and do something crazy. Or take a job that takes me away from them or, you know, anything. Just because I don't, I know kids are resilient. I know a lot of people have told me that kids are resilient. I agree. But there's certain ages that kids, you know, develop these social skills. That's ages two to four. Um, once again, I'm not a doctor. I've just read a lot of shit. But ages two to four, right? Those, those years in a kid's development, right? Their social development 
will determine whether they're going to be, you know, functioning parts of society or in the basement building bombs. And I don't want that for my kids. You know, they, they already look the role. I can't I can't have them actually act the role. So a um, <laughs> little humor for you guys, if you know what my kids look like. And I think about that day in and day out. You know, I think about what I'm doing and when who I'm doing it for. Am I doing it for me or am I doing it for the betterment of the Kalush household? Um, before I was doing it for the betterment of the Kalush household, but really I thought I was. I was actually doing it for myself, right? To climb that ladder and get to a place where I can I, I feel like I've I feel like all the work has been validated, justified, and uh, I've got a return on my investment. And I and I 100% feel like that right now at work. Uh, I don't feel like that at home. I don't feel like that at all at home. And and that's unfortunate, right? And and it, like I said, I feel like my career cost me everything. So what do I do, right? I, with the military, you can't just say, hey, look, I'm not going to work 40 hours a week. I'm going to cut down to part-time and do, you know, 25 hours. It doesn't work that way. But what does work that way is is me, right? Do I, I get 30 days of leave, you know, uh, a year. 30, days, 30 paid vacation days a year is what I have. Right now, I'm over 60. I haven't taken, I haven't taken, outside of this t- period right here, I haven't taken a vacation. I haven't taken time off um, in, in quite some time. I think the last time was when me and the family went to uh, Italy. And that was, uh, that was last summer, last summer. So o- over a year since I've taken any time off, um, you know, that, that didn't, just, just for recreation. And that's not right, you know. I, we had this whole COVID period where we were at home. And I didn't need to take any leave. So I was at home, but it wasn't really at home. I was teleworking and going back and forth. I used to travel between Virginia and Mississippi all the time. And Amanda would be left here. And yeah, I get it. I'm not on vacation. But at the same time, I'm not there with kids. I'm not there with any responsibility to any other humans other than my work. So to her, it was a vacation. And I understand that now. Right. I understand that. In the beginning of the year, I went down to Florida uh, for work, Pensacola. And you know, I got to eat the, the crawfish. I got to, to hang out with some guys. I didn't have any responsibility as far as kids went. I had responsibility for work, but that ended around 3, 4 p.m., you know. So now here I am. I, I intend on taking that time. I intend on taking the time that I, I've earned um, throughout the year and spending with the kids. I intend on, on, on doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like I told you guys, Disney World is still on the, on the books. It's still happening. Um and even if it's not Disney World, even if I just take one day, leave a week, you know, if I take a Friday off and go do something Friday, Saturday and then come back Sunday, you know, little weekend trips like we have been like to Philadelphia, Jersey or, you know, wherever. Right. Um, that, that, that's how I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to do this whole work life balance thing when I'm on uh, when I'm on the ship here in next month. Um, I already know my hours are going to be, you know, leaving the house at like between five and six and I'll be back home around, you know, three or four, hopefully, or maybe even five. I don't know. But I'm just going to push Ava's bedtime back. Right now she goes to sleep at seven. I'll push it back to nine. Right. And spend some time with her. Maybe 930. I don't know. Spend some time with her instead of having her feel like daddy's gone all day and I only get to see her one to two hours before she goes to bed. I don't want her to feel neglected. I don't want Thanos to feel neglected either. You know, I want him to develop correctly. I want him to be able to, you know, walk, run, play, get all those firsts that we gave Ava and and go from there. No one on their deathbed has ever said, oh, I wish I spent more time at the office. It's always I spent I wish I spent more time with my family. I don't want to be that person on my deathbed saying, damn, <laughs> you know, I, I neglected my family my entire life to give them something. And that's the only thing they really needed was me. Um, 
I wish I, I gave more of myself to Amanda, like I told you guys before. And I'll keep saying that because I really do. You know, right now all I'm left is wishes and and dreams that I know will never I, I'll never be able to make happen because, you know, it's it's too late. And that's what's I, I treated everything like an afterthought. I always said there's going to be more time. There'll be time later. I'll retire early. Right. I'm retiring at the age of 37. I thought my life would have been like, OK, cool. 37. I have a whole bunch of time to go do a bunch of shit with my family. But here I am at 33 and I don't have that opportunity anymore. Life is it's fragile. Right. It's finicky. Time is time is uh, a man-made construct. We don't know when our time is going to be. Time is calendars don't really exist. Clocks don't really exist. A man made that, you know, sun up and sun down is all that happens. Everything else is just it, it's life. It's life. Life keeps on going. Doesn't stop for anything. Doesn't stop for anybody. So you got to take time and you got to make life stop. And that's where I'm at mentally right now. And hopefully not. Hopefully there's no choice. I'm going to follow through with this and I'm going to do what I got to do. And uh, that's why if you guys are on my social media, you see me taking pictures, goofy ass pictures with costumes on like the Grinch or Buddy the Elf. And, you know, I got a couple more costumes on my sleeve, you know, dressed like a turkey for Thanksgiving. I want them to be happy. I want them to see these memories. On top of that, what I've been doing with these memories is I've been turning them into canvases. So in our house, we never really had too much shit on the walls because Amanda didn't like that stuff. She didn't want it to like seem like a like a senior citizen's home, right? With a whole bunch of just like frames all over the place. Oh, these are my grandkids. Oh, these are my great grandkids. She didn't want that. And that's cool. I do. I want pictures on the walls, not because I want to show off, but I want I want to walk from my bedroom to the kitchen or from the kitchen to the office or to the office, to the back door, whatever the case is, and see happy moments all the time and keep those happy moments fresh in my mind. I don't want to just hold on to negative shit. I want to remind myself that life is worth living. Life is for the living. Life is happy. Life is good. And life is what I make it. Life is what we make it. I want to leave you guys with one more thought real quick. All right. The average retirement age is 62 and a half. All right. The average age of death is 74. You work your ass off for all the shit that you think you have right now just to enjoy it for maybe 12 years. All right. Hopefully more, but maybe 12 years. All right. And what kind of life are you enjoying when you're fucking brittle at age 62 and a half? All right. Take time now. Enjoy life now. Period. And that's why. Uh, that's where I'm going to leave you guys out today with this up. All right. Once again, thanks for tuning in, man. I really love you guys. I really love the conversations that we've been having. Keep them coming. You guys got questions? Feel free to ask. I promise you. Very responsive. All right. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, email. It don't matter. You know what I mean? My email is fkalusha gmail.com. Holler at me. All right. Um, if you want to add me on social media, add me on social media. Mr. Virginia Beach is pretty much all my handles. And um, yeah, we'll talk. All right. Keep on swimming. Keep on fighting. And when you can't swim, your arms get tired, stop. Take a deep breath and fucking float. All right? I love you guys. I'm out.